How do you unlock your full potential of influence and create lasting change? I'm your co-host, Dave Donaldson. Along with your other co-host, Scott Young, welcome to the Influencers Podcast. Join us each week for inspirational stories and strategies from leaders, experts, and professionals around the globe. We want to see you get equipped and empowered to make an impact that resounds from your neighborhood to the nations. When our nation and the world was ravaged by the COVID pandemic, farmers were plowing their produce back into the ground because they were not able to sell it to restaurants, cruise ships, hotels. The suppliers of that food uh, were going out of business. 40 million people, nutrition insecure. So thankfully, uh, the White House under President Trump and specifically his daughter Ivanka Trump, who was spearheading the Office for uh, Economic Recovery, and Lauren Walker, who was the chief of staff for USDA, designed this program called Farmers to Families to connect the produce, uh, meat, dairy to these suppliers. And then from these suppliers, uh, they connected them to food banks and organizations like CityServe to make sure that these food boxes got to the last mile of need. Now, this program, uh, it's been going on for over a year. And through CityServe, we've been able to distribute over 15 million boxes all through the local church. And folks, this is important because when this program began, it did not even include the faith-based community. It was going to all go to food banks. But through the, the efforts of Pastor Paula White, who's just an, an incredible leader, five-star general, she connected CityServe to Ivanka Trump, who asked us to put together this faith-based collaboration and as, as I mentioned, now 15 million boxes distributed through local churches, including uh, the church of my great co-host, uh, Scott Young, uh, Church of Hope in Sarasota, Florida. And so this program is going to end, but we're looking at other ways uh, to continue to serve families in need that would be long term. But Scott, share with us what this program meant to you. Well, we have a food distribution every week, and uh, we came to a staff meeting, and uh, our food bank had run out of food. And so we got before the Lord, and we just said, God, we need help, and we need food because we hate to leave hungry people. Uh, we finished our prayer time, and about 20 minutes later, the phone rang. Our mutual friend, Todd Lempierre, uh, said, Scott, uh, we have mutual friend, Dave Donaldson, and he said, do you need food? I started to cry. I said, Todd, we just prayed 20 minutes ago, and this is an answer to prayer. He said, well, I'm going to send you a tractor trailer full of food. I said, well, how much is that? He said, that's 1,440 boxes of food. I said, God's answered our prayer probably bigger than we thought. So then we had to network with other organizations, churches, uh, anyone that was helping hurting people. 
in the middle of 2020, which was such a blessing because there's been a lot of food deficiency, uh, we were able to give over 400,000 pounds of food um, away. And uh, we're on track this year to give, give away even more than that, over half a million pounds of food. Uh, it's, uh, it's really over 700,000 meals that has come and all God is looking for is a conduit. We're talking to influencers. And what God is looking for are people that will be available to be an influence and let ideas, muscle power, uh, and use your influence to help others. Well, God's used Dave Donaldson and Cities Verb in a powerful way. And uh, they've been reaching out across America. And in particular, uh, we've got some great feedback and outreach into tribal nations. Brent Maracol uh, is going to come and just say a little bit about what happened in the tribal nations through Farmers to Family and CityServe. Great peace to everyone. Hmm. Partnering with the Farmers to Families and CityServe empowered us to place 2,100 boxes into two Seneca Nation territories of Cattaraugus and Salamanca, as well as one of the Mohawk Nation territories of Akwazosne, every household in these communities received a box, regardless of their socioeconomic level. And this is big because gift giving is an important component of relationship in Indian country. People from strict traditional backgrounds all the way through to contemporary secular backgrounds participated by coming together to help us, a Christian organization, distribute these gifts to our communities. We had lines a few miles long in each of the communities and smiles were on the face of every volunteer and every family receiving a box in the trunk of their car or the bed of their pickup trucks. The number of smiles actually, I would even argue and the excitement around this whole gift giving surpassed what you would see at a good lacrosse game, which is, it's a big deal. It's frequent that our people feel forgotten in the conversations of governance and, and race and socioeconomics and having the, op the opportunity to bring these boxes to my people brought to me a reminder of who I am as Sogonis Liosta, which, is, which means he makes the day good for them. And it's a reminder to my people that they're not always forgotten or overlooked. Jesus did, come, did not come to steal or destroy, but to bring life and bring it more abundantly. And we were able to to re-emphasize that gospel to, to natives. We appreciate the farmers, the families, and city serve for partnering with us at the Assemblies of God Native American Fellowship to bring a substantive gift to continue to build relationship on the ground where it matters in the homes and around the tables of our families. Uh, so we greatly appreciate that. And I have to say, which means great thanks. Uh, to all of you and, and to the Trump administration for, for making this possible. Thank you, Brent. What a wonderful testimony. Uh, my wife grew up on the Indian reservations in Montana, North Dakota. And as we know, the, these tribal nations were hit hardest by this pandemic. And so what a blessing these food boxes have been. And folks, keep in mind, this is not just handouts. Uh, we've had the opportunity to pray with hundreds of thousands of people, if not millions of people, about what they're going through. And many have received the Lord. Many are now part of churches. 
And so God doesn't waste anything. He's used really this, this pandemic, this virus. And let me tell you, there's something spreading much greater than this virus, and that is kindness, compassion, uh, all being done through the local church. You're going to love this testimony of Pastor Frank Woodson, a great leader. And this is an example also of how this food program has brought communities together. And it reminds me of when I flew over Ireland the first time, there were these stone walls that separated neighbor from neighbor. Uh, years later, I flew over the same area, and I couldn't see the walls because the harvest was high. And that's what's happening in these communities. People have focused on the need, on the, the hunger, the nutrition, insecurity. And that has brought us together really as a family, as one nation under God uh, to help our brothers and sisters in need. And Frank talks about it in this segment. Well, good morning and thanks for having us. Um, it's been a life changer here in Birmingham. In, in 2011, our organization responded when we were hit with the tornado outbreak where more than 80 tornadoes hit Alabama in one day. And we figured out how to mobilize the whole church to reach the whole city with the whole gospel. But we learned that we needed to prepare, we needed to connect, and we need to bring as many resources into the impacted area as possible. In March, we began to feed our seniors that were disrupted because they were afraid to go to the senior facilities. But we wanted to make sure that we could get the resources to them to make sure that they would eat and we partnered our Jefferson County Commission here in, in Birmingham. They, 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 they said, look, we wanna help you build that capacity, Frank, because we gotta feed our seniors. And then we had to start feeding the, 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 the homeless and we reached out to the body of Christ. We responded, we could feed two to 300 homeless every day, we can do that. But then as the disaster began to overflow or the pandemic, or let's say the need began to overflow, because many states such as Alabama, we began to close down. And when we closed down, it created even greater need within our communities. And, and when that happened, we realized that we could not do it by ourselves. We had a plan, but we did not have food to feed Birmingham, the largest city, and Jefferson County, the largest county in Alabama. But God, through his providence, created something that we knew nothing about, farmers to family, which by the way was a brilliant move from, from a logistical standpoint. You cut out the local politics, which was huge. And the, the administration dealt directly with distributors instead of getting involved in layers of government in which it would have gotten bogged down and we could not have ever gotten it done. And we were able to feed the families in Birmingham and Jefferson County. But then we were able to go to the Black Belt and help the poorest area Alabama has a 17% poverty rate. And we were able to go to those areas because many small nonprofits and ministries did not have the capacity. And so by the time we got halfway into the program, by the time we got to round three, people were fatigued. And we're sitting here saying, we have a plan to feed the, uh, the state, but we don't know how, we don't have the logistics. And then comes CityServe. I say the second miracle, right? The first was Farmers the Family. The second was CityServe. And I, and I, and I meet this energetic person, uh, Tamarin, and, and, and she's saying we can do this. And she's fighting. She's literally fighting for our families. 
Long story short, because of the partnership and the logistics and getting resources trucked into the most help needed areas within our urban communities and rural communities, we rented U-Hauls and took them into those areas. CityServe was right alongside of us. And because of that, we fed almost 500,000 Alabamians, I mean families, 500,000 families, about 1.8 million people and began to cover the entire state. We never could have done that without the help of the logistics part because the people that received the contracts to purchase the food did not have the capacity just to coordinate the distribution, to source the trucking, all of those pieces. We would have never gone this far we were fumbling and stumbling. People were losing confidence in the program because of trucks not showing up and the like. And CityServe came in and made a difference. And we were able to mobilize the whole church to reach the whole city with the whole gospel in Alabama and then even in Georgia. That was an amazing story, Frank. 1.8 million people helped just by simply being available. That's influence, guys. When people make themselves available, miracles happen. When Frank said 17% poverty rate, just think about that. If you lined up 10 people, it's almost two out of 10 in poverty. We live in an incredibly blessed nation, but a nation that has food deficiency. CityServe, Farmers to Family, and the way they have partnered together has been absolutely amazing. Dave, want to thank you. And uh, you may want to set up the next uh, friend that's coming because she's a dear friend of yours. And uh, why don't you make the introduction? And as I mentioned earlier, Ivanka Trump uh, was leading the White House Office for Economic Recovery. And it was through her admonition uh, that we developed this faith-based collaboration. And because of it, uh, now 60 million people uh, have been helped uh, across America uh, through the local church. And this was the vision of Paula White, uh, who is the one who connected us to Ivanka in the first place. And 15 million boxes. And we're expecting by the end of April 2021 to eclipse 16 million boxes. So incredible. But this is a testimony to Ivanka, her vision, her compassion and leadership. Listen to this. Well, thank you so much, Dave and, and Wendell, Paula, my goodness, the whole team at CityServe and everyone we've we've heard from today and, and just so many more. You represent tens of thousands, millions across the nation who have been involved in this great work, either as a recipient and, and beneficiary or um, as an organization who's um, helping this shared mission. So we are, are grateful to, to each of you. And it was amazing just to, to hear some of these testimonials. As, as you've mentioned, um, I've had the privilege of, of being able to across multiple states and um, across multiple programs see this great work done firsthand and could not be more grateful for your supports and uh, and the team at CityServe in in particular for their support in in helping feed that last mile, which is the most challenging, um, the the most neglected, and um, and the most in need 
um, at all times, but especially during this unique time of, of incredible vulnerability. This administration and, and the president since day one has put hardworking American families first. Families across the country were, were hit so very hard by this unprecedented pandemic through no fault of their own. We created this innovative program, multifaceted program really, to help stabilize our food supply chain by empowering our workforce, incorporating American farmers and ranchers, and most importantly, getting food to those in need. Since last May, as uh, I believe Dave mentioned, we have distributed over 133 million boxes to over 16,000 nonprofits and that's provided over 3.3 billion meals. It's truly extraordinary, the scale of what was put together and, and how quickly it came um, to, together. Um, as, as Sean noted, the federal government is not known to be very nimble. Um, and this is one of the great examples that uh, that counters that stereotype, um, thankfully. And, and it was really, um, the president's vision in, uh, in, in thinking about how to create an innovative way to, to cease what we were seeing on our television screens and front cover of our newspapers where um, farmers, as, as Alfie said, were in a position of having to dump fresh, nutritious food product while the food banks were stressed beyond anything they had ever experienced and, um, and, and, and families in, in food deserts were um, in an incredibly precarious uh, situation. So, um, so he mobilized the uh, Department of Agriculture. Um, he asked me to get involved and, and to figure out a plan to, um, to get people the relief they need. And, and I will say that this could not have been done without Paula White, who was, I think, my second call after I called over to USDA to, to come up with ideas. Um, Paula White was my second, and I said, how are we going to, to scale this so rapidly um, and, uh, and, um, and in a way that we can ensure that, that we'll accomplish the mission um, with, without waste and, and achieve this goal? And, and Paula was just a hero, and it, it was her who, who said, you know, We've done this before. We can do this. Um, we'll do it quickly. And and one of the first calls um, from her was to to CityServe, and as a result of CityServe and and other faith-based partners, over 12 million boxes have been delivered to that last mile in need since the program launched. Your partnership with the program is just another extraordinary example of the resilience of the American spirit and what we can overcome if we rise together to nourish our nation's most vulnerable. And I love what Frank said um, about the unity that working shoulder to shoulder um, to, to get relief to people can, can bring into, into our communities. I've been blessed with the opportunity to join many of you for Farmers to Family Food Box distributions across the country. And I'll share one story that um, was just a, incredibly memorable moment. There have been so many, but it was it was right here in, in DC. I met a woman named Keisha at the Dream Center and her story was incredibly inspiring. She told me of the challenges that, that she was 
um, experiencing at this moment in her life. Her, her mother and herself had recently become homeless um, and she was struggling. And the assumption by many was that she was there to receive a box, but she was there as a volunteer. Um, and stood alongside of us handing out boxes um, to, to neighbors and, and those in her community who, who needed them. She um, really put aside herself in that moment as we've seen um, often in, in this great country and, and through this crisis to, to feed others in need when she had nothing herself. So it's that type of selflessness and, and compassion that exemplifies, I think, the American spirit at its, at its very core. And it's because of individuals like Keisha that this program has been so successful and um, is so meaningful as well. Keisha and I have actually remained in, in touch since we met last July, and I invited her and her mother to the White House. Um, we've subsequently helped her secure housing in, in DC. And I'm just very thankful to have met her and, and seen the impact um, beyond uh, just the food box that, that this program can have. And, and I've heard many stories from you all as well. Um, you know, you've, you start with food and, and you move from there to, to impacting people's lives and um, in other more sustainable long-term term ways, which is amazing. Thanks to the leadership and, and compassion of this president, he fought to extend the Farmers to Family Food Box Program. Um, it was coming to an end. It was meant to be a short-term program as a result of, of coronavirus um, and the funding was expiring, but we were able to secure an additional $1.5 billion, billion for this program to continue funding through at least April um, in the most recent omnibus, which passed in December, which is amazing. Um, which means to date, we have allocated over $6 billion through the Farmers to Family Food Box Program. Paula, Todd, Dave, Wendell, I want to again give my sincerest appreciation to each one of you and my, my great team here, here at the White House, um, including um, Rachel Craddock, who has been an amazing, amazing champion of, of this effort. It's been an honor and privilege to work alongside each of you. Your heart for feeding the American people is evident and I'm truly grateful to have played a small part of, of your mission. I'd like to leave everyone with a verse from Leviticus that Dave reminded me of uh, just the other week when we were meeting here at the White House and it so perfectly describes this, this program. And, and Dave, if I get it wrong, you'll be able to correct me real time. So <laughs> no pride, but when you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not reap your field up to its edges, nor shall you gather the gleanings after your harvest. You shall leave them for the poor and for the sojourner. Today, we must continue to do just that for the great people of this nation. And thank you again to all of you on this call who are really doing exactly what that verse describes and, and helping us through this program and beyond. So thanks so much. You know, the genius of seeing good government at work is good public policy. And we could do with a whole lot more of that right now. Good public policy. What a wonderful idea to take farmers who had no market for their food and connect it with people who were food deficient. Uh, farmers to Family has been an amazing blessing 
to our nation. I know as a local pastor that when people pull up in their cars to get food, there's tears in their eyes. That's the result. That's what happens at the end of the last mile. But Ivanka Trump was at the beginning and the blessing of how God put together Ivanka and Paula White has just been nothing short of a miracle. Paula White has been a great blessing, and uh, we're going to listen to what she has to say, some of the great things and insights she has. I teared up um, because I'm so overwhelmed with gratitude that uh, I've gotten to be a part of something amazing. And I see how all the dots connect. Uh, They're not words enough for every person on here and how we each fit apart. I think about how ministry started for me in 1984 in Washington, D.C. with an advocate for the homeless by the name of Mitch Schneider. And I took half a turkey. I lived in Mount Airy, Maryland in a trailer. And somebody gave me a turkey and I took half that turkey and fed, got on the BART, drove down to, got to D.C. and took that half, said, what can I do with this? Kind of like a Keisha story. And how 30-something years later, how God certainly multiplies the fish and the loaves. And that could not have been done this way without all the extraordinary um, vision and leadership from farmers uh, to this administration, to the churches, to CityServe, to everyone here. We'll never know the real magnitude of difference. And I just say, thank you, Sean. Gold standard is true. May we continue this model. Um, I believe in a big God and that he will help us to continue to help people because this is the model when the best comes out in people. And Sean, I think you said it, the absolute best. I wrote it down from farmer to distribution to recipients, all working together, cutting out the layers, cutting out the nonsense, the politics, and people being people that care. Thank you all so much. It's the greatest pleasure just to start working with you. Thank you, Pastor Paula White. Uh, You are truly uh, a modern day Joseph uh, that God used along with Ivanka uh, to feed this nation. And we're so grateful uh, for your friendship, your leadership. And we are believing that God is going to uh, raise up perhaps a private feeding program funded by corporations and other donors uh, to complement the USDA programs uh, to make sure that people are not hungry in this nation, that children are not going to bed with their stomachs growling. It shouldn't happen. doesn't need to happen. You know, the amount of food that's wasted every day would fill the Rose Bowl. We have plenty of food. It's a matter of coordination. And so, We ask for your prayers as we continue to discern uh, the Lord's will, his vision uh, for making sure that no child goes to bed hungry. Dave, you know, you and I were together with Ivanka and Paula not too many days ago, and to see them in real time caring for real people, they have a compassion for hurting people. And God's looking for that compassion to be in all of us. And I just want us to take a moment to open our hearts and let God's love fill us so that today you could be an influential person. So would you just open your heart? Lord, we just pray 
that every person listening to this podcast would be an influencer. We welcome the Holy Spirit to flow into our lives, but not just into our lives, through our lives, to make a difference in the world we live in. Thank you, Father, that you're interested in bringing light to darkness, hope to hopelessness, and we pray that you would use us all, however you want, today. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Influencers Podcast on the Charisma Podcast Network. And we want you to access more of the resources. We'd love to hear your feedback on future episodes. Keep the conversation going and visit us at cityserve.us forward slash podcast. Remember, folks, use your influence to move people closer to Jesus and his mission.